I should have got a drink. I got you a backup and everything. What happened? That is the backup. Oh. Well, pace yourself. What kind of pathetic drug do you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. Well, that's bullshit. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. And we're rolling. Yay! Welcome to Air Out My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And we got a really big shoe for you tonight. I was going to ask, do we? But I always ask that. Yes, you do. And you always claim we have a really great show. Yeah, well, so does Leno. Yeah. Um, What the hell makes you think you can compare yourself to Leno? (laughs) In my dreams, I do. Really? No. I'm not a big Leno fan. No, neither am I. That's why I picked picked him out. Uh... Um, congratulations on your last, um, escape pod, uh, reading. Well, thank you. It, Did uh, you like it? I, I think it was well received, because we've, we've certainly had a bump in our listenership. Hell yeah. A bump in the submitted stories, too, which is incredible. Holy fuck, the mailbag has been overflowing. The mailbag has never been this full. Oh, we uh, we're we're literally walking around the office on yeah, on unopened ev- letters. <laughs> they're everywhere. Um, I must make a note though that that uh, though this is your second appearance on Escape Pod. Uh, I submitted a uh, a story and I have re- not received any reply. Oh, you're kidding! From Mister Steve Ely. Does that mean it sucked ass? I suspect. That uh, that he just thought it was so terrible and perhaps embarrassing that he doesn't want to respond to me. Oh, he has to at least respond. <laughs> you would think so, but uh, you know maybe if just... if only to rip you to pieces. Yes, and say but, well, what is this shit? Well, you know he doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. So maybe he's living by the the uh, the old uh, adage of um, you know if you don't have anything nice to say. Well, don't reply bad, to an email. How bad was it? You're reading. Well, I don't think it was that bad. Well, how come I didn't get to hear it? Um, because now I'm an old pro, so maybe I would have had a few pointers. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I didn't even think about it. I just, uh, as soon as it was done, I sent it off because it was uh, a few days overdue. So. Well, maybe that's it. He's just pissed that you were late. Hmm. That could be. Maybe he thinks it's spectacular, but he's going to delay his response just to show you how long he waited for your story. He's going to make you sweat. Uh, yeah, well, it's been keeping me up day and night ever since I submitted it, so. As it should be. Mr. Uh, e. Lee, get back to me. That sounded dangerously like a poem. <laughs> Yes, it did. And we can't have that here. You know, we've received two poems in the big new mailbag influx. Really? Uh Uh-huh. 
there there seems to be <laughs> I don't know there seems to be a lot of new listeners who are listening to old shows and catching up so we've we've been receiving all these um, sort of pseudo submissions to the contest from six months ago was was it only six months ago I think it was longer it could be longer um, uh, all these stories that, that involve the word horror and Preston Buttons as characters mm-hmm but we didn't give away the prize, so there is still hope. No, yeah, yeah, maybe we can send maybe, a new date. Maybe for that. we just we just had the year wrong. Hmm. Yeah, we can adjust that. You know, we should have just owned up to the failed contest at the time. But I, I, well, I thought we did sort of eventually. No, we never addressed it. Hmm. We just avoided the topic. The contest is over. <laughs> no, the contest. The contest. Mean. Yes, the contest never was. <laughs> Nobody entered. And you can't win if you don't play. That's right. So what's going on? How's your new place? Um, the new place is still full of boxes. I have not put up any shelves. Oh, you're fucking kidding me! It is. Uh, I'm living in a um, in a storage room, basically. Um. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anything interesting, new, exciting? Well, I've or been, otherwise, I've been working on a short for some time, and and it looks like it may get done this week, which would be good because there is a deadline of that I want to make for a film festival. Oh, cool! Um, have have I any prior knowledge of this short? Uh, yeah. Which it's, one is it? It's the same short. Oh, it's not okay. I was worried that you filmed that little dominatrix one without me. Uh, no, that hasn't happened yet. Okay. No, this is one that's been hanging around forever, but it is actually almost near completion. Am I in it? Um, you are. Excellent. That's all that really matters to me. <laughs> As you well know. Why? Yes. Because I'm selfish. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> How are things with you? Um, <clears throat> other than just uh, inhaling smoke in the wrong place, I'm spectacular. That's good. I'm on the seventh day of writing my first novel. Ooh. It is officially the hardest thing in the world I've ever tried to do. Well, you started, and you're on day seven, so... But the first week is the hardest, apparently, so I'm hoping it will get better. I will not give up. I will not go quietly. <laughs> well, I've never written a novel, but I know, like, with a screenplay, as long as, you, as long as you have sort of an outline to work from, the rest of it comes fairly easily. Sure. Of course, that's, that's easy in a, in a <laughs> several-month-and-pulling-hair-out kind of way, but... Yeah. Exactly. No, no, the problem is that, that the first week is the planning and outline stage, so so that part of it is torture. You sort of have to think the whole thing through in a very short period of time before you actually have any tangible... Yeah. Bef before there is any kind of word count happening. So that's a little frustrating. Yeah. Oh, the really cool thing, I forgot to tell you this, that have you ever heard of Susie Bright? I don't believe so. She's a famous sex writer. Um, um. <laughs> I, I, I'm only using that line because she was actually in an episode of Six Feet Under. I don't know if you ever watched Six Feet Under. I watched the first two uh, okay. seasons. And that was how she was introduced to the mother. Right. So then she kept saying that, Susie Bright, the famous sex writer. 
Anyway, um, I got an email from her uh, Friday. What? I had sent I had sent her a message oh, a couple of weeks ago, just just asking for some, you know, if she had any advice to offer. Blah blah blah. Is Told, she a fiction you, writer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Erotic fiction. All right. I just for some reason I I was thinking like some kind of columnist or something. Mm-mm. No, no, she has many many books. Okay. And so she got back to you. She actually did, and she and it was very, very nice, thoughtful, and and inspiring letter. So I'm I'm feeling good. Wow. And and motivated, and and ready to kick some publishing world ass. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who's gonna feed me while I'm doing it. <laughs> so if there are any volunteers out there, if there are any would-be sugar daddies. In the South Florida, <laughs> South Florida area, looking for a little word whore to support, please call 30576-SHOWS. <laughs> As in shows me the money. Well, I, I, was, hoping, <laughs> I, I was hoping you weren't going to make me set up a separate line for that. Because <laughs> at least, you know, if I'm not interested, they can double those calls that we play on the air. That's true. Maybe, maybe this will prompt some calls. Yeah. I want to meet the word whore. I'm going to take real good care of her while she's writing them their dirty smut books. <laughs> yeah, I need someone to keep me in nice clothes and cigarettes. Is that really too much to ask? I don't eat much. Uh, I've been looking for, for someone to keep me in nice clothes for a long time. I thought that was me. Mm. Well, besides you, since you stopped, uh, <laughs> since you stopped buying them for me, I don't think I've ever bought you an article of clothing. No, I don't think you. I've have. lent you a few things. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. <laughs> and don't you still have that uh, pair of panties you're putting your initials on for the <laughs> contest? What have you done with those buttons? I'm where them. where have those been hiding? <laughs> I put them in my mouth every night. Every once in a while, I notice you rubbing your backside, and I know there's something silky under there. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> Want to read a story? Yeah, speaking of smut, this story is not smut. Yay, no smut. Smut-free air out my shorts episode. Do you well, think we just lost t 200 listeners? <laughs> Well, you know, if it's not smut, we usually make it smut, so... Please do not adjust your set. This is Air Out My Shorts. It's just a nice PG-rated episode. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck are we kidding? I have chosen a story called The Wrong Excuse by Dan Manning. There were three things that Mackie hated. Aliens, bad coffee, and waiting in lines. He was experiencing all three on the 3rd of August at the Williamsburg Spaceport. He had four ounces of illegal spore in his carry-on, molded in the shape of a toothbrush. It's a geek story. Yay, I love that. We either get geek or smut. I'm just waiting for the geek smut. When do we get that? Oh, it's probably in the mailbag already. I would love some geek smut. Oh, that just gave me tons of ideas. He was going to be paid 5,000 credits to smuggle the spores to Venus. 
He had already accomplished this feat four times, and he had no reason to think he wouldn't get past customs. In fact, he was beginning to think that the folks in customs might be incompetent. That was until he spotted the cream hounds at the end of leashes, handled by a big, tattooed, bald-headed security goon. A cream hound, for those of you reading this in the distant past, is a genetically altered bloodhound. Two banks of silicon chips on each side of its head. Well, let's just say they can smell just about anything. And if any new way of masking odors is created, they can be reprogrammed to key off the new scent. For smugglers, cream hounds are a great pain in the ass. Do you think that's literally? <laughs> are they trained to go in after it after they smell it? <laughs> Sorry, it's just a really good picture. Or bad, and highly illegal on the bestiality end of things. <laughs> okay, maybe I should get the picture out of my head. Next, the counter girl said. She had a high-pitched voice, which was obviously altered to fit the latest trend. The pitch of her voice was so high, so gratingly nauseating, that Mackie winced. Twelve people stood in line in front of Mackie. He would have turned around and bolted, but Janice was in the spaceport bathroom, and there was no way to get her out of the bathroom without drawing attention to himself. Airports had more cameras and microphones than casinos. If he even got out of line now, with the hounds just arriving and their handlers in tow, security would key on that as suspicious activity, and it would be Cavity Search City for Mackie Billings and Janice Starr. Bend over! Have you ever been cavity searched? Um, no. Although I thought I was going to be one time. I was play they went through everything at the Halifax airport once, but I think I think everything? I was I was good well not on my person. Um and there was some other time where I actually had to uh, strip to strip down underwear. Really? Yeah. But they didn't uh Were you wearing good underwear, I hope? They didn't insert anything. Um, I, I don't know. Probably not. Clean? clean? <laughs> I can't remember. In fact, I can't even remember the circumstance. I, th I can only assume it was going across the border with a band. You didn't have your drumsticks up there, did you? <laughs> I always do. <laughs> That's where I carry them. I know, because you're lazy. How many cavities do you have? <laughs> Just the one, but they rub together sort of like, you know, Benoit balls or something. <laughs> Slivers. <laughs> They're lacquered. <laughs> <laughs> That's very smart. Lacquered and lubed, I hope. The dog was now at the first person in line. A pretty young woman with long legs, just the kind of woman cute enough to distract the dog's handler and buy Mackie some time. Mackie reached into his bag and carefully grabbed the phony toothbrush. He was facing six to eight if they caught him with the dragon spores, and Mackie already knew he would never survive federal prison. He was too small. Does size matter in prison? Apparently. I think you'd just take what you could get. He took the toothbrush and slipped it into the carry-on bag of the man in front of him, then stepped out of line. A man wearing a blue flak jacket and helmet caught him by the arm as soon as he broke ranks. Can I help you, sir? 
It wasn't a question, and it wasn't an offer of help. Translated, it was authority speak for, what do you think you're doing? It was almost always followed by, sir, come with me, please, which translated meant, you're under arrest, asshole. Ooh, I've always wanted to say that. You're under arrest, asshole. <laughs> Spread them. Flick your hair when you're saying it. You're under arrest, asshole. Uh, my girlfriend... As soon as he opened his mouth, he realized he didn't know what to say next. Your girlfriend what? My girlfriend, um, gave me the stomach flu. How? How? Yes, how did your girlfriend give you the stomach flu? The guard reached for something on his belt. Mackie assumed he was grabbing handcuffs. He was just glad he had stashed the toothbrush. With any luck, he'd be released in a few hours. He'd have to message the syndicate man on Venus and explain what had happened to the shipment, but it was better than going to prison. He'd give a description of the patsy in the unlikely event the Korean hounds didn't pick up the scent of dope. I thought he was transporting spores. It's the new dope. Is it? The new shit? Is it good shit? What kind of shit is it? I don't know. It's dragon shit. Do people still say dope? I think occasionally. I haven't heard it in a while. I think, um, I think it's said in a nostalgic kind of way. Okay, like turkey? <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of good times. And I've been calling people turkey. I, I, I haven't heard that word used in that sense in a long time. <laughs> It's so good. It it totally catches people off guard. <laughs> it's turkey. Rem I remember that from, from being a kid. Everyone always used it. It's so perfect. Yeah. And the lesser the lesser you use jive turkey. Oh yeah. Jive turkey. Good times is fucking awesome. You know what? I never watched it. Temporary layoffs. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to check it out because I think they're they're playing it a lot now on TV. Mm -hmm. There was a marathon last week. That's why I got all caught up. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where that. Oh, came from. oh yeah, we're reading a oh, story. Dope turkey, jive turkey, good times. <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, the guard, instead of producing handcuffs, brought out a gas mask. What's that for? Mackie said. The guard ignored him and donned the green hood. Don't you read the papers, asshole? The guard's voice was muffled beneath the thick plastic mask. What? Mackie said. Then it dawned on him. No, I don't have that flu. I mean, just the stomach flu. Before he knew what was happening, at least 15 flak-jacketed, gas-masked soldiers surrounded him, and the entire concourse was evacuated. There was no evacuation order. Once the crowd saw the soldier put on the gas mask, they had rushed the exits, many of them screaming in fear. The travelers weren't scared of the gas-masked soldiers, they were deathly afraid of Mackie, the man the soldiers now had in custody. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have to be put down. Here? One of the younger guards said. 
No, outside. Less mess. They just put down new carpet. As if on cue, Janice stepped out of the bathroom. Hey, let him up! You know this person? One of the soldiers demanded. Janice should have denied it, but she didn't. Well, yeah. The masked soldiers threw her to the ground. Throw her to the ground! Wow, well that was a good story. I like it, man. Me too. There wasn't a lot to make fun of in there. I was kind of disappointed mm. with that. But Did they have the bird flu? Maybe. Well, it's in the future, so it'll be some other kind of flu. Well, it could be the avian flu in the future, because it currently doesn't affect people. Yeah, but I'm saying by then we'll we'll have developed you know, several other flus that we're blaming on poor innocent animals. <laughs> like uh, ferrets. No doubt. I'm, I'm calling it the ferret flu, which will be the plague of the, uh, you know, 31st century. Mm. Which is when I've decided that story took place. Absolutely. Um, I don't remember where this author was from, did he say? Oh, shit, I can't remember. Um, maybe in subsequent emails, but in the original email, he does not say... Bastard. Big round of applause for Dan Manning, everyone. Ooh. The wrong excuse. I uh, liked it. Yeah, so did I. As I say, I'm disappointed that it wasn't terrible. Uh, well, that's better than the assholishness you've been showing in recent episodes. I don't think so. Um, I think so. Um, did you see that message that somebody sent us a recipe for sperm? I, yeah, sort of. Do you read your email? Sometimes. The reason they emailed us was because we apparently were talking about something of, about the way people taste. And I don't think we ever had that conversation. We've talked about what we could use to make fake semen. Uh, but I, I don't remember any taste conversation. About, about the taste of semen, semen specifically? Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't. I don't recall. I couldn't. I couldn't remember the reference at all. Neither, neither could I. I mean, it wouldn't shock me to learn that we had that conversation, but I don't remember having that conversation. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know. Maybe it was one one of our more drunken episodes. Well, I know I have said that the wet salt and vinegar chips thing. Yeah. I just didn't think I was very specific on what I was referring to when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Nora, had we requested a, 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 a recipe, but perhaps a, <laughs> perhaps we'll read it out. Although it's from someone else's show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a popular show whose name eludes me at the moment. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that I couldn't actually remember the conversation that prompted the email. So it must have been one of the people who's joined our prestigious listenership and started back at the beginning, which I think is very cool. We've received a lot of those messages. Yeah, we got someone messages. who is doing a, a marathon of, uh, of <laughs> listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was very cool. We've actually received a lot of very nice emails lately. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, oh, is a strange thing. <laughs> we were supposed to read the Australian email. Oh, shit. Okay, next episode, next episode, maybe we can do a, a, a listener emails thing and pick a few. Why don't we do... Because um, we're coming up on our 50th. 
Yes. Why don't we make our 50th episode listener appreciation? We could do that. Maybe we could do that instead of a story. I like it. And I get to read the kill the word horror one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so if you... If you can find it, because that was a long time ago. Yeah, I actually did kept it, kept it on file. <laughs> That's <surprising>. uh, <laughs> Yeah, so if you have uh, anything good or bad or, you know, otherwise to say about it, send it in now, and perhaps we'll read it. Yeah, on, make it in the before the 50th. Yeah. Which is coming up rapidly, quickly. Super fast. Yes. Jive turkey. <laughs> Keeping your head above water. Oh. Making a wave when you can. Temporary layoffs. <laughs> You're supposed to do the good times part. I don't know the song well enough. Well, fuck you then and your dog. My dog's dead. Thanks for bringing it up. You never had a dog. Yes, I did. When? I don't know, before I knew you. Well, then, I think you're over it. <laughs> Fucking baby. He was a good dog. This is an outtake moment. Okay, between Korean barbecue and burrito boys, I'm a little concerned about your diet. It might be why you're a bit sluggish. Quite possibly. Your bowels are full of undigested red meat. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it's undigested. That meat basically has to, uh, what's the word that happens to dead bodies? Um, Decompose. Yeah, it decomposes in your fucking, um, what are those squiggly things (laughs) under under your stomach? Intestines? Yes, it has to decompose in there before it can come out. Well, see, I'm working Angry on... Angry phone guy told me this, and I am so scared now because I eat so much steak. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's not a good thing. I don't <laughs> want to become like a crazy health nut or anything, but that's kind of gross. A rotting dead cow meat in your gut. I'm going to shit out a cow pretty soon, I think. I think you should. It's reassembling in my stomach. Ew. In my intestines. Ew. I hope it's not a dairy cow. <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe you'll grow an udder. I've got two of them. Do you? <laughs> I don't think I want to know about that. I think you know, even one udder would be kind of icky. <laughs> like I said, you're a curiosity. <laughs> That's why they keep pulling me up into those spaceships. <laughs> exactly. Oh, those maybe poor, maybe they're giving me enemas. Those poor space monkeys. I feel bad for them. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe they're helping you with your cow problem. Yeah. Except then you'd be. I think you'd be a little more lively and energetic. Yeah. Don't aliens abduct a lot of cows? Uh, apparently. Oh, so maybe that's the problem they're working on. It's like some sort of cross issue with you and the cows, and they're trying to work out. Why that th- one thing they keep abducting is inside you and stuff? I don't know. It's possible. I know they're working on something, and I know it's big, and I know it involves you. I'm fascinated, and I can't wait for the outcome. 
I'm an emissary. I thought you were going to say you were an enigma. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yes. That was an outtake moment. Just because the mailbag is overflowing now doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to submit your stories. Hell no. We love variety. Absolutely. And it's always it's... good because, you know, it comes in waves and uh, we don't, three weeks from now, we don't want to be saying, no one's sending us anything. Exactly. Send us your stories of 800 words or less. Vote for us at Podcast Alley. Putting us in the, the upper ranks because that's a little more visibility, if nothing else. In what fact, does? that's the only reason to vote for us at Podcast Alley. Vote for and, us. And because it's nice. And because it's nice. And post your comments. I mean, if there's some that are interesting enough, we might read them out as mm, well. And Canadian listeners, please review us on iTunes. You are our home country, and you have failed us miserably. We have more reviews on iTunes than in every other country. Yeah, we I know it's kind of it's kind of like being being uh, like a music superstar. If you come from oh, Canada, like, you, like you have Brian to leave. Adams? <laughs> you have to leave. <laughs> you have to leave because you're hated by your own people. Yeah, well, he's a little different, but yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, you're treated with indifference until you're f- famous somewhere else. Although mm. that's true in a lot of places. Um, visit myspace.com slash share at my shorts. Uh, buy some stuff at theitspot.com. And that, call our comment line. And call our comment line. 30576-SHOWS. As in show me the dope turkey. Download our drinking game and uh, go talk to us on the itspot forums. itspot.com slash forums. I think that is it. That is it. Oh, man. Wasn't a very silly episode, but... Uh, no. They can't They can't all be. That's true. They can't be all just uh, gems. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to say gem. <laughs> you know, there's got to be some coal if there's going to be some diamonds. Yep. Goodbye. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts. With Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My.